thing I've learned, um, cause I was, uh, immediately before recording this episode, I was a guest on another podcast and I've learned that my, you know, pranky little joke of starting a recording for a podcast in just the middle of conversation is a thing that other people also do. I thought that people were more professional than me. <laughs> oh, I'm definitely prepared now because I pay attention. I wait for the red light. And so the yeah. moment I see the red light, I'm like, aha, see, yeah, I'm not waiting for a cue anymore. Yeah. Because I know it's, you're not going to give it to me. Well, again, yeah, because like, and that's the thing, like in this, because it's, I like the, I like the way that the energy picks up in the show. If you just kind of start, but it's also like, it's, it's, you've caught on to the fact, like, I can't hide it when it records, you know. And so what I would have to do, I would have to like. I'd have to I'd have to say something that was a really like inflammatory that made you I would have like talk about Boruto at all and get you like distracted on like a tangent and then start recording so that you were just like looking away from your screen or your eyes had gone red. Yo, that's actually a really good tactic because I, yeah. I definitely would have I definitely would have caught that and and took that beat. <laughs> and yeah, yo, so random, but. There's a guy in, uh, there's a character inside of um, Boruto. Uh, his name mm-hmm. is Metal. Um, yes. AKA uh, Baby Lee. And yep. my beef, my beef with this character is that they made him extremely, extremely insecure mm-hmm. and self conscious about mm-hmm. everything that he does. With no justification for that, yeah, yeah like when like I tell arbitrary. you this, it it literally was like, hmm. His dad was confident. What should we? Ah, he's he's self conscious. Yeah, and it was I'll just say... like, okay, what's the what's the plot device for this? What is the purpose for this? What is the justification for this? Where did this even come from, right? Because mm-hmm. Guy accomplishes the feat of damn near killing Madara. Lee accomplishes the feat of being a great ninja without uh, using ninjutsu. So mm-hmm. you're telling me his son, who comes from that fountain of youth energy, mm-hmm. is just like, yeah, no, I hate myself. Like, what? Like, how do you... I'll, no. I'll say this. So, I mean, I mean, to be fair, I did. I learned about metal today. But <laughs> I, I, I will say that I like for, for a character trait because I can, especially with a character that's, you know, that new Boruto is, is fairly new. There's a lot, especially with how long we know that, you know, Naruto went, there's potential for this to go on for a long time. I like that. No, no there's not. You're, you're well, way too generous. <laughs> this is going to get canceled. I like that in a yeah. world where people have backstories like my entire family line are evil demon people. There's also some ninjas with some relatively mundane problems like I'm nervous in front of large crowds. I actually really I, I appreciate that in this world where everything's so heightened that there is a character that's a foil to that who has a frankly much more relatable problem of like I get nervous in front of crowds because like ultimately that can just happen. It's a bit peculiar given his upbringing, but I could also see this dynamic of father's shadow type thing. My father did so much. He's so known by the people. I'm just, you know, metal who, what do I know? They're going to expect so much of me. I actually really appreciate it. 
especially because also you know currently in the as spoilers i guess spoiler alert for baruto um is he's now kind of overcome that because his de- like they made it a plot point it's like hey you got to get over this because you're going to be competing in front of people pretty often <laughs> you got to make sure you can do that and then there's like a like a big moment for metal arguably as big a moment as rock lee's ever gotten <laughs> and he's already he's already gotten there <laughs> hey everyone this is fuller arcs i'm drew i'm kenny uh this is a Naruto. I love episode. the cheer creak in the background. That was just like it, it was like it just jumped in for the, the an timing. introduction as well, right? Perfect. <laughs> um, this episode is is going to be pretty Naruto heavy. Um, if you uh, if you're tuning into Fuller Arcs for the first time, hello. We talk about anime here, but also other stuff that is tangentially related to not even necessarily anime, but whatever the topic of that episode in particular. Uh, may happen to be about we're trying to kind of like either i I think we we fancy ourselves kind of like translators where it's like if you don't know anime at all hopefully we we turn you on to some anime that you might have otherwise not given a chance or um if you don't understand a specific facet of anime hopefully we can help kind of broaden that understanding so it's kind of it's kind of like a like an anime for everybody type of thing that I, I would yeah. say we try to do. Yeah. And, and it builds bridges, right? The mm-hmm. idea is to build bridges between um, anime and then other reference points that mm-hmm. people may be interested in if they don't watch anime or if they only consume it casually, right? Because the idea yeah. is um, anime doesn't exist in a vacuum. And a lot of the things no. that make anime really dope uh, actually is referencing to other forms of pop culture, history. Yeah. Um, sidebar with history. Have you seen the Fate series? Oh, Fate Stay on um, Netflix. I, I I've seen I've seen a good bit. Um, because there, there's like Fate Stay Night, Fate Zero, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I haven't actually sat and watched like a good bit of it, but I'm aware of it. It's the thing I've seen kind of bits and pieces of. Listen, we'll put this in a, a sidebar for another episode. But the way that they do historical references in that anime, mm-hmm. Chef's Kiss, beautiful. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Super good. I actually went back and looked up Alexander the Great because of that anime. Mm-hmm. Kid you not. It's And that's the thing. It's like it's a thing where it's a knowledge of history enriches your experience of that anime. A hundred percent. Like contributes to it. Um, Today, um, I guess I guess I'll do the setup because the because the original idea was mine. Um, today we're gonna do what is what might be a kind of series of videos, but a, a, a series that we're gonna call a hundred to zero. And um, if you if you have watched anime for really any amount of time, you will invariably see, oh hey, this character I really like. This character doing some cool stuff, and then like couple episodes maybe an arc later like man that character i like isn't doing anything at all they really have benched this character (laughs) (laughs) this character is on the sidelines and that's kind of what we're going into with this series we want to take a look at not just like talking about in like listicle style characters who had high points and then low points but we want to go over characters who more than just low points have like underutilized or like in today's case, because there's been a long enough time of the show that we're talking about proven unutilized potential um, and kind of going over 
how that character got built up kind of contextualizing their high moment there and then talking about how that character really kind of fell off and in and in specifically i think in an unsatisfying way because characters will come to the forefront bow out in any story but we want to talk about the characters that one did that very suddenly and in a very kind of unsatisfying way and almost like it was a setup right or either mm-hmm. a setup for the character where they were completely uh castrated in terms of plot and and mm-hmm. development due to uh augmenting another character right and or just lazy writing right because mm-hmm. you know for the person that we're going to speak on today um there was a lot of moments where it was just shitty writing like you guys could have done more and done better with this character um and with the relationships that were established mm-hmm. very early on to to show like more growth especially as uh Shippuden came out but mm-hmm. yeah nah they were they oh man they fumbled that really bad it- and I and I uh, so and it's like to to go and get this out of the way. There's going to be some pretty heavy Naruto spoilers in this. I don't think there's going to be a part of that anime that we're not going to touch on, at least in like a maybe even like in a casual kind of passing way. But if you for whatever reason have issues with Naruto spoilers, we're going to be going kind of all the way, all the way through Naruto here. Um, just know that. And I think also the other the other kind of uh, asterisk or the other kind of like setup thing to gonna get out of the way is we're also talking about characters who did have the potential, who had the possibility of being a lot more. We're not really in the with this series, we're not really trying to like find like a background character who was in one episode and talk about how they could have done more with that character. These are characters that did have the buildup, do have the backstory, do have the relationships and the plot relevance, and it's just like dropped out of orbit and then kind of never touched on or not really taken to its full potential. I'll, I'll be honest. Um, I have no sympathy for anybody who has not caught up on Naruto yet. Um, so if you do uh, get, get upset because we spoiled some things for you, that sucks because it's been years of, of greatness that you, you had the time. On. And a hundred percent. I'll I'll say I'll say that maybe my hope is that someone will listen to this episode. They'll go like spoiler warning. I'm okay. They they probably decided they weren't going to watch Naruto, and then they hear mm. this episode and maybe they decide to give it a chance. Maybe, but okay. know that you will okay. know you will know a lot of the plot if if you take that road. I respect it, but you will know a lot of the plot going forward. So you hope I hope you enjoy the the journey and not the destination. <laughs> my. You know what? My my hope is they hear this and there's somebody out there who, who is a lover of this character, devoted and passionate mm-hmm. about this character. They hear this and they get so pissed off at <laughs> what the showrunners did to that character that they just go on like a tweet storm about it. Like I, I just hope that, you know, a random tweet storm just pops up surrounding this character and maybe mm-hmm. it trends for like 30 seconds. What you know what I actually hope? I hope that someone listens to this whole episode completely disagrees and is able to actually prove us wrong on it, because I would love to be wrong. We're talking about Rock Lee 
everyone, to not bury the lead any further. We're talking about Rock Lee here. I, I want someone to hear what we say and is able to, like you did in the in the Vegeta episode, give me a new set of eyes because I've really looked and I don't see it with Rock Lee. But maybe someone out there has some take on Naruto, on Rock Lee in particular, that's going to make me appreciate what they did with this character more than I currently do. I don't I'm see it. Best to... of luck to you. But I'm 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 going to just go on record and say that I'm not going to take offense that you just put the prince of all saints in the same sentence <laughs> as Rock Lee as Rock Lee. That's like that's like that's like mentioning TN with Vegeta. Like this is just it's just not even it's, <laughs> Yo, like, and it's it's crazy because I just realized this. Tien is actually the perfect comparison in Dragon Ball Z <laughs> to to the same Rock Lee archetype. Tien was a yeah. great fighter in the Cell Saga. They big Tien up with his uh, tri beam cannon. Yeah, with the tri beam. Uh, yep, yep, holding down Cell in a way that mm-hmm. they haven't seen yet, and it looked as if cool new outfit. Yo, Tien, yo, everything. Not leaning on Chaozu. Yo, mm-hmm. Tien was looking like he was going to be a sleeper on the team. Yeah, like yo, we might get some. We we might get a, a new Tien to to come back with us. You know, to mm-hmm. to fight Boo and even in Super and things like that. No, no, nope. Just he's just a <laughs> just he's a there. cool outfit and tri beam, and that's it. He has three eyes. You know, um, it's different. <laughs> cool goku doesn't have three eyes <laughs> right like it is the same thing with lee like once you get into shippuden it was just like oh it's yo it's lee he's tall <laughs> that's yo that's so dope and uh he's yo did you know they have like a bruce lee like character on this uh on this show yeah yeah that's oh, man that's whew. look at lee grow so that, nice. that's what we're gonna be that's what we're gonna be doing here. Let's get in let's get into Rock Lee. I wanna I wanna start off before we get into kind of our main our main points here, I wanna I wanna kind of set the stage with Rock Lee because I feel like the foundations were good. I feel like Agreed. the the, Agreed. the the ground the groundwork the groundwork for Rock Lee, I feel like was was pretty good. We were off to a good start. So that timing was on purpose. Let's go. Oh, I know. Say, I'm I'm starting to pick up. I'm starting to pick yeah. up on the on the clicks. It's like an old time radio show. So <laughs> there are No, I don't I don't know the depth of these because I'm definitely not as into Naruto Kenny as you are. But the the start the first major thing we learn about about Rock Lee is that he is a uh, he is basically not going to have the skill set to do any ninjutsu or genjutsu, but he is excelling at taijutsu. Pretty briefly, Kenny, for those of us who may be a little bit underinformed, what are what is the difference between those three things in the Naruto universe? So when you're looking at genjutsu, right, you're talking mm-hmm. about illusions. Um, you're talking about okay. the ability to use chakra to manipulate, you know, another person's senses. When you're okay. talking about ninjutsu, you're talking about forming chakra to be able to, um, quote unquote, cast a power based on different elements, right? Okay. Um, usually those come with hand signs specifically. 
but when you get to when you get to taijutsu, it's that's literally based on your hand to hand combat skills. That takes okay. the realm of um, so great way to put it: mind, body, spirit. Okay. Right? Your genjutsu has to deal with the mind. Mm-hmm. Your ninjutsu has to deal with the spirit. Mm-hmm. But then when you get to the body, that's your taijutsu. Because it doesn't okay. matter how mentally capable you are. It doesn't matter how much, quote-unquote, chakra reserves you are, you you have. If your body cannot withstand the the necessary uh The intensity of all the stuff. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Then, like, yo, your taijutsu is going to be trash. So, so it's kind of like genjutsu is a... I mean, it's a magic analog. It's a magic that I do to you. Ninjutsu is a magic I do to myself. And then Taijutsu is these hands, basically. Pretty much. Okay. And so, and, and I want to kind of like, that. that is, I mean, for lack of a better phrase or lack of a better explanation there, I mean, that's, that is our introduction to Rock Lee. Like, I feel like up until we get, we get until, up until we start getting some like new info, that's like the the character summary for rock lee i think really the entire show no i so something that i just want to put a i guess an underline on was Mm -hmm. lee sucked at all three like he was he was just like impossibly bad at ninjutsu and genjutsu Mm -hmm. but he wasn't that good at taijutsu either yeah, yeah, because that was all, you know, just keeping a spade a spade. That was it was either that or like get out. <laughs> like you you yeah. you had nothing else to fall back on. It was like, yo, get your weight up or get kicked yeah. out of class. Like that's that's yeah. all you got. Um and I and I think it's just important to underline that because it, it highlights why his his character, right? Mm-hmm. Not just as a character, but his character, the design of the character, the the foundation of the character was in my opinion so necessary for the show. Because when you yeah. look at the other people that were surrounding him at that time, even the people within his group, at the very least 1010, she could use ninja tools. Mm-hmm. So there was like an element of quote-unquote genius that was attached to her. Yeah. Lee didn't even have that. He only had hard work and determination. And that's, that's it. And that's and that's the kind of thing where it's like Rock Lee, um, in, in a lot of fictional media, we talk about an audience insert character. It comes up a lot like in sci-fi. But it's Rock Lee, I think probably more so than any character in Naruto, I feel like is like best positioned to be the audience insert because like I do not have a fox spirit that exists in my body that I can summon. But I I can identify with somebody who can't do illusions, who can't do ninja stuff, but who can punch okay. I can identify with that character. And I really like in the in the world where I, I mentioned this about Medley right at the top. I like that his storyline starts off with like, hey, you know, Naruto, you, the character's name is the title of the show. You can assume that there's something special about this dude. Um, Sasuke's got big Vegeta energy. You can tell right from the jump that, hey, there's something about <laughs> this character. Guy. 
My you can, God. you can, it's on site. You can tell it immediately. You're like, that's the Vegeta of this show. I get it. We're going to see where that goes. <laughs> and, but like Rock Lee from the start, they're like, hey, this character sucks at all of the things that you have to be good at to be a ninja in a show about ninjas. If he is going to go anywhere, it's going to be because he worked his ass off at it the whole time. 100%. And I, I, I like that as a starting point, right? Because it's like everyone here is a student at the start of it, like mo- all the main characters are. And I like a character who's starting off on the back foot because that primes that character to go further than anybody else, right? It it sets up a character who was going to it going to defy expectations. Is at least for me as an audience member, is what that says to me when I see that type of character in a show. I think it also does a really good job of setting the stage of the different quote unquote sides of the show. Yeah. Right. So you in, in the class, you have the students who are quote unquote chosen, right? That's mm-hmm. your Sasuke's, your Neji's, your Kiba's. Um, you can even go so far as to say your Shikamaru's because of his just sheer brilliance. Um, yeah. But then you had the kids who you they weren't necessarily it. failures. Not mm-hmm. not even just that, but they were just looked down on inside of their crew. So you have yeah. the Naruto's and the Sakura's, mm-hmm. right? You have yeah. the Hinata's, and then you have the uh who am I missing? I feel like I'm missing somebody just in that camp. But um not Inashika Cho Chio. They were pretty they were pretty solid. So so I'll just yeah. stop there. But it, it, it drew a division line. It, it drew a division mm-hmm. line where the quote-unquote good guys or the ones that were being painted very early on as the ones they wanted you to root for, yeah. they were the ones that had to do hard work and endure a lot to get to where they are. Mm-hmm. And then they, the geniuses, quote-unquote, were being set up as the ones with issues that you had to watch out for. Yeah. And that's and like and that's the thing cuz it's like I appreciate an underdog story, right? It's in media in general. I don't typically want to see a character who has already succeeded and then watch them succeed more. From time to time, mm-hmm. that's that has its novelty, but it's it's in a lot of media, a lot of people appreciate this kind of underdog and it's and it's a relatable thing, right? Where it's he isn't inherently good at really anything, but he's motivated and he's determined. And that that's a character I appreciate who, I mean, he's a character simply put with wants and desires who has to work to achieve them. And I think that's, that's a great start for a character, but how long does it take us before that goes? Well, well, I guess we start, it's a hundred to zero. Where do we go from here? I'll say, yo, Lee, Lee's Lee's moment as much as people give it to the Gara fight don't get me wrong mm-hmm. I love the Gara fight I think it's one of the greatest fights in anime it's a good fight. period yeah. but to me Lee's real moment was when he beat the shit out of Sasuke that was beautiful yeah. and I'm a Sasuke fan but the way yeah. they wrote that was masterful because at that point Sasuke has his Sharingan. At that point, mm-hmm. they've come back from saving, you know, a village going up against people like Zabuza, mm-hmm. uh, Haku. Um, Sasuke uh, gains his Sharingan in the middle of an intense battle, almost dies. And then you mm-hmm. see like this level of 
superiority, even to the point of them making it finally out of that jungle after fighting Orochimaru in disguise. Like, they yeah. set Sasuke up to be almost... To be the dude. Like, he's the guy. Pretty much. Like, yo, yeah. this is the guy to beat. And the only person who should be able to beat him is Naruto, right? Yeah. And you have Sakura in full cheerleader mode saying, there's no way Sasuke is going to be beat. He has mm. his Sharingan. He's a genius. He's a... And then, boom. Lee foot to the face. And Sasuke yeah. is on the floor like, yo, what the... What just happened to me? How? And then you just see Lee staring at him like, yo, I'm sorry to inform you, but you're about to get these hands and this feet in front of your squad, like with no remorse. It's it's so good. Like and it's and it's so good because it's and I think that's the thing, right? It's the importance of. It's so much better that Rockley does that to, I mean, effectively a main character. We know yeah. how good Sasuke is. Sasuke has earned his place up to this point, and it it really, it, I think it expands the universe. And it's like, just because you were watching Sasuke does not mean that Rockley was just sitting around. This is a character 100%. who you... This character knew they had to work at it. And just because you aren't watching them does not at all mean that they aren't working. He is working the entire time. You're not looking at him. That is Rock Lee. And by the time that you see him again there, it's like, here is the payoff. I'm about to beat the hell out of this, out of Sasuke. And it's just going to be like that. It's crazy because Naruto has a moment where he acknowledges, um, he looks at Lee's hands. And he Mm -hmm. looks at the wraps on Lee's hands and he's like, yo, the amount of work that this guy had to put in Mm -hmm. must be insane. Naruto, Mr. You know, believe it. I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep going. Your Mm -hmm. your established bar for hard work just looked at a sub character and was like, whoa. (laughs) And that's the thing because that's different. He he. What like he like he decks Naruto too, if I'm not mistaken, yeah? Straight up. Straight up. Yeah. And it's a thing where it's not it's not like he comes in and instantly defeats them. He just he they they do enough with Rock Lee to go like Rock Lee is a threat. He is not some idle character that you're that Sasuke and Naruto are just gonna, you know, slap out of the way. If they are going to beat him, one, they gotta do more than they're doing now because he just showed up and took out both of them. Like no, they the I st- once again I think the setup was brilliant because what they did was they made Naruto and Sasuke strong enough mm-hmm. to be kicked off of a pedestal because yes. they both went up against Orochimaru inside of that jungle. They both had to deal with you know different really big moments um, mm-hmm. going into the tuning exam, and yo Lee just took him out. Like they were nobody. And, like they were straight th- chumps. The narrative context is Lee in that in that moment. Lee is holding back. Lee 100%. is not. Lee is actively not doing techniques that he knows he can do, but has just been told to not do. Right, and so he is choosing to not do these things, and he is still keeping pace with these two, with these two main characters here. One who has a special uh, bloodline trait, and the other one who literally has a fox demon as an energy source 
inside the other one who has body. their name on the show like in these are the yeah and and i think that's a good point there because like it's where i think we're about to get into the gara fight and i definitely think there's a lot of cool stuff there but it's key to mention that before that even happens rock lee is keeping pace with our main cast here and so this is to show like hey sasuke Yo, Sasuke not even keeping pace. Or... I think it's really, I think He's it's really important them. to set that up, right? Like, yo, no, mm. he 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 beats their ass. Like, it's yeah. not close. There's no challenge here. Like, it's Sasuke. <laughs> literally, Sasuke literally was on the floor, and I yeah. this I remember this quote. Sasuke said, "Yo, but I had my guard up." Mm-hmm. Imagine that feeling, like, yo, you have oh. the Sharingan, you have all these abilities, you did guard yourself, but somehow got kicked so hard in the face that it confused you. It left you on the <laughs> ground wondering, wait a second, I what thought when you on? do a guard, you're supposed to not get hit. And and I what I what I love though is like because at the end of this fight, eventually, um, eventually his teacher Mike Guy shows up, and he's a I think it's he's about to use Front Lotus. He's about to use one of these abilities that he is. We learn he has said he would not use. He was given his word, and his teacher goes up and basically you know stops the fight, and it's just like, hey, you said you weren't going to do that, and I love because it's Naruto is a you know Naruto is our main character. I, a lot of the characters here, they all have flaws. And Naruto's big thing is Naruto is a bit stubborn. It's he's likely to continue to push himself, even if it's a dangerous situation. Sasuke has kind of that same thing where he has thought of himself as untouchable, as unbeatable, and that will get him hurt. We have seen those flaws there. And I love that Rock Lee, as a foil to those two archetypes, is reprimanded. He's like, hey, you said you weren't going to do that. And he's like, D- you know what? That's on me. You're right. He's like, run a lap. And he goes, yes, sir. And he runs laps. 100%. I love that. I love this Boy Scout energy that he just Straight shows up. Discipline. And he just, and that's, and that's such the key thing there. It's, we know that Rock Lee had to train. We know that comes with a ton of discipline and they don't forget that when it comes to these moments, right? We could have had Rock Lee take them all the way down, but no, Rock Lee is a character who is disciplined when he is reprimanded by a superior. He takes that to heart and he changes and he runs laps. I love that. Sasuke would have given a teacher some attitude. He would be like, yes, yeah, sure, whatever. Naruto would have tried to make his case. Like, but you didn't see Rock Lee? No, Rock Lee was told he was wrong, accepted it immediately, and then ran laps. I think Love it also that. I think it also does a wonderful job of setting up the relationship difference between Guy yeah. and Lee and Kakashi and Sasuke and Naruto. Yeah. Even to Sakura. Because at that point, Kakashi is still uh I don't want to say an asshole, but Kakashi mm-hmm. is still very much begrudgingly teaching these kids. Yeah. Because even though he passed them and he has to, he's still like, eh, you guys are like. Do what you're going to do. A job. Yeah. So I, I it's clock very in, different I kept than the, I, Lee. Mm-hmm. No, I was just saying that it's very 100%. Like that. that's almost, I mean, at one point we all thought it was a father-son relationship. Yeah. So. When he's like, yo, go run laps. It was almost like, yes, father. Yeah. Boom. Let me go hit these laps. And so after that, I think it's it's pretty uncontroversial to say the next big moment is the Gara fight. And 
Gara, Gara as a villain, as an antagonist, I'm going to, you know, props to the show. Gara is a cool villain, is a cool antagonist. I feel like Gara, especially early on, does like everything you want a villain to do there. He's mysterious. He's he's a little just kind of edgy. But at the time, like, that's fine. His power is very cool. His power is also like viscerally. I can immediately understand why it's scary to see. Like I can imagine, especially, you know, being a kid watching Naruto, you see a bunch of quicksand. Yeah. I get that sand is a threat. I get that immediately. And Gara Gara is set up just like again, like we said with the with the Sasuke Naruto, you know, kind of, you know, fight that he gets into. Gara is also set up very well. We go into 100%. the fight. Well, it, it's actually we don't we don't go directly. I think we see other people fight Gara first, if I'm not mistaken. No, so their fight, um, their fight was one of the first fights. The only okay, time so we've seen Gara fight previous, yeah. The only time we've seen we Gara fight mm-hmm. previously was in the woods. Okay, okay, that's right. Because we we do we see Sasuke fight Gara in this contest, but that's later, and that's I, mm-hmm. I actually want to mm-hmm. talk about that because I think that that starts to illustrate kind of the fall off pretty well. Um, but yeah, yeah, we see we we see the fight with Gara, and again, it's all we know about Rock Lee is that he works hard, right? We know that he's mm-hmm. you know been beaten on people, and we know that he has held back some abilities, and that's what we learn. What we learn during the Gara fight, though, we see that like, hey, he's trying to fight Gara. Gara, we understand to be a really threatening villain, but it, we see Rock Lee, and he's just not fast enough, right? And I think kind of the initial gut check there is to go like, well, if Rock Lee's not fast enough, then man, I really don't look forward to seeing Naruto and Sasuke get into this because he just beat both of them. So if he's 100%. not fast enough, what hope do they have? And then. We learned that Rock Lee, and it, it's again, I I mean, like, you know, not to give Naruto too much credit, we've seen this exact thing before in like Dragon Ball Z. Goku talks about his weighted clothing and he drops them, but it's we learned that we we learned that Rock Lee's got some weights. We learned that Rock Lee's been a little too slow. We've seen him do a bunch of impressive stuff, but we learned that, oh, okay, he's been like wearing like 50 pounds of weights. No, no, oh, and it's. Yo, so I'm going to I'm going to drop a little Easter egg on you right here. Ooh, okay. Take a wild guess how much those weights were. Wild guess. Uh it uh, I know that Goku Goku had 50 pound shoes, so that's 100 pounds there. He had 100 pound shirts, so that's 200. He had 5 pound wrist brace, so that's Goku is wearing 210, but he's a full grown adult. I'm going to say that Rock Lee was doing I'm going to put it a, a 75 maybe. A ton each leg. Jesus. That's, <laughs> okay. 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 I mean, I feel like I feel like Dragon Ball now was maybe playing it a bit close to the vest with their numbers. <laughs> if Naruto gets you just go like, oh, I got a ton on each leg. It makes the dust kick up make more sense. <laughs> I was about to say, you, you see, it was just like, yo, he completely shattered the arena just by the taking ground. the weights off. So it's like, uh, okay, I, I get that. I get that. <laughs> but it, and it, he does- it, it was great to put it in perspective because think about how fast he was moving, right? With, them on. with yeah. just casually walking around with two tons on your mm-hmm. legs. Yeah. That's insane. 
it's and I mean like it's now it's a bit of a cliche of like my sensei said I could go all the way just this once right but it's like this is one of the reasons that is now a cliche is because this was here kind of when that when that started and it's 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 exactly what you think right we see this character who we already know we're like after we've seen him beat up Naruto and Sasuke we're like okay this character's been working the whole time and we accept that. And then we learn that it's like, no, you don't actually know how much this character's been working. One moment, each of his legs has an extra ton of weight on it. Now you can see this character starting to do some stuff. 100%. And it was so it's, funny because Gara was mm-hmm. talking so, like, they were talking so much shit like, ah, uh, that's cute. You you hit me, but, you know, my sand armor stopped you. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be an easy fight. <laughs> And then mm-hmm. guys just like, hey, Lee, go ahead and take them off. <laughs> and, I, and I love that it's not even it's it's that guy says it's OK. Rock Lee would have lost that fight. No problem at all. And have never mentioned the fact that he had two tons of weight on him. That's just not Absolutely. who that character is. He would have taken Absolutely. that loss and he, and he would have said to himself, you know what? If I can't beat Gara with two tons of weight on my legs, I didn't deserve to beat him. And he would have genuinely Yo. felt that. And that would have been how he, how he, how he reflected on it. A hundred percent. Like if I didn't yeah. win this fight with these weights on, then I need to train harder with these weights yeah, on. Yeah, I didn't deserve it. And it's <laughs> like... It's it's really? I mean it's that it's that Boy Scout energy. That's just what he has, and so I love that it's like, hey, my sensei now says I can do this. Awesome. I was I was hoping I would get to like because he's like I get to show you this. Like like he's excited. How excited he was. Yeah, he was like, really? Oh, this is great. I can move. Awesome. Oh, look how fast I can go. Also, catch these hands. Catch these hands. All over the place. Are you out of your mind? Yo, <laughs> you thought that was no. that was amazing. That was and absolutely it, and amazing. And that that fight it goes and that and in the like I mean again we've already said spoiler alert but like so at the end of the fight right it's it it essentially ends in what is basically a draw but what I love more than anything is that Rock Rock Lee is basically going to have his arm and leg completely broken and that that ends up being a big problem later. And I'm not just saying in the fact that obviously having your arm and your leg broken is a problem, (laughs) but I mean, narratively and, but I love this because it's in the fight in a fight in a tournament structure where there are some arbitrary rules. This is not a street fight where it's your ability to limp away is going to decide whether or not you won. This is a tournament. It has like point systems and stuff. Rock Lee stands up after basically being completely unconscious due to muscle memory. Perfect. I love that. It's, it's a complete contrast to what you see with Gara being yeah. on the ground, incapacitated, basically, mm-hmm. even though he has the chakra, even though he's the winner, even though all these different things, it's like, yo, you don't have that that grit that's something different that you could even stand up in this mm-hmm. case and that's the thing it's like because it's it's and i i love again as a as as such a a compliment to the writing for this character it's it really underscores rock lee if any if he is if he is devoted to anything it is his training to the point that 
he can be unconscious and the results of his training will still shine through. That is how hard this character works. His, he cannot move actively any part of his body. His body has been trained so much that it will just stand itself back up. Beautiful. Like, maybe a bit much, but I, I really appreciate that kind of detail to just show you. It's like, we told you at the start, this character was going to have to work themselves to the bone to get anywhere. And now that we're seeing them again, they have been doing that. <laughs> that is what he it's has been doing. It's been crucial because what what this did was it established a new bar um, mm-hmm. to show you that the the characters still have more to do outside yeah. of what's on the surface, right? Because when you are dealing with somebody like Sasuke, the assumption is, okay, he'll go the Kakashi path. So we have a clear line of sight as to, well, quote unquote clear, but we have a line of sight as to what to expect mm-hmm. from uh, from Sasuke. From Naruto, once again, it's like, okay, Fox Demon Chakra, uh, I can predict that he's going to learn to control that. That makes sense. So it yeah. makes it seem like the everyday stuff doesn't mm-hmm. matter. So having yeah. a character like Lee was crucial because they showed you just how much the everyday stuff matters. When you look at yeah. training, training on that show becomes completely different after the moment with Lee. Training mm-hmm. goes up a hundred notches. Even going to see how Naruto goes ahead and trains to learn how to use the Rasen Wind Shuriken, like mm-hmm. that was insane. This guy is, I think he had to do a minimum of a hundred shadow clones at once, and each yeah. one of them had to learn how to do wind nature, and each one of them had to learn how to like it was literally insane. But you've set precedence for that mm-hmm. because of what you did with Rock Lee. You've established, no, there's a character who can devote time, energy, and just straight up will to Mm -hmm. being stronger and being better. And it pays off because in that fight, he outclassed Gara. Like you can, and I think that's what makes the fight beautiful. And that's the thing. And that's what I love. Cause it's like, it's again, we talk, we talk about this in our, uh, in our, what's the deal with Shonen episode, but this kind of thing, like where Dragon Ball Z has the narrative problem of everybody is strong in the same way. Every villain that opposes our main characters does the same exact thing that our main characters do, but better for a little bit until they get beaten. I love that in a world where people can clone themselves and set stuff on fire, that, we have a character who is just hands and fists and is just like, no, look, you can be a character who does all these things. You can, you can do hands and fists and you can do some illusions and you can turn yourself into wood or whatever you're going to do. And you can kind of try to balance your skill set there. But if I devote all of my time to just being so much better at you, better than you at this thing, at my thing, I can keep pace with that. And that's just like, it goes so far to show that there's not, it's not like, oh, obviously you should just go all in on ninjutsu because that's clearly the best skill. It's like, no, if someone, if you go all in on ninjutsu and someone is better than you at their thing, they will beat you. There is not, it's not a rock, paper, scissors type world where there's one obvious correct choice narratively. And whoever does that choice the longest is the best. It's like, no, it's going to it's gonna depend on who this character is, what they have prepped for, what they uniquely bring to the fight. 
and it kind of levels the playing field a bit and it makes every conflict a bit more interesting where like I expect Goku to win every fight in Dragon Ball Z because he's going to face like this villain is not giving him anything new. They're giving him bigger numbers. But in Naruto, what they set up here and what they really underscore with Rock Lee's whole like involvement up to this point is that it's not just about them having a bigger or lower number than you. They can just uh, they can come at you with something you didn't think about. There's a level of planning 100%. and strategy to these fights. And so it's not always about you having done more push-ups than this guy. They might just approach you with a t- with a like an angle of attack that you didn't prepare for and now they got you. And that's it. That's that's how it's going to go. And that's how Gar got trashed. Gar mm-hmm. was so mm-hmm. used to his sand being able to capture anybody that he he wanted and so when he was up against somebody who doesn't have to stop to perform hand seals who doesn't have to stop so that they have to you know raise chakra he he literally had no idea what to do then Mm -hmm. when it gets to the point that yo your sand armor can't keep up with the fact that i'm whooping your ass like god literally was it, it looked like he was a novice and he wasn't as big and bad of a of a villain as people thought. Mm-hmm. Like when Lee opens, you know, the fifth gate. Yeah, it, it was. Oh man! Like when Lee opened the fifth gate, and he's kicking Gara. He kicks Gara into the air. There's a moment yeah. where I think it's Sakura. Sakura goes, "Where is he? I can't see him." Mm-hmm. That to me was so amazing. It's something small, but to me it was so amazing because it made me think, well, if you can't see him, Kara can't see him. Yeah. And in that moment, you can't even see your enemy? Yeah, no, you're you're getting fucked, bro. And then he literally ping-pongs him in the air like Mm -hmm. a like like a like a toy. And if it wasn't for the fact that yeah, yeah, literally, literally. Like and balloon, if it wasn't for the yeah. fact that his body just couldn't handle the strain, mm-hmm. I, I do believe that Gara would have would have lost that fight. And and mm-hmm. it, it was an amazing thing for the writers to even put in that moment where Kakashi questions. It, it was so dope. Kakashi questions if Lee actually is a genius, but his genius is in Taijutsu. Because yeah. there are everyday regular ninjas, uh, chunins, jonins who cannot get five gates open. And here is this kid who just mm-hmm. worked hard and he could unlock five gates. Guy can do at that point, guy can do what seven? So the, yeah. the kid is two gates away from your rival? Yeah, nah, bro. It's. <sighs> It 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 really like, I I mean like there, there's I feel like you can look at it and go like this is just a sick anime fight but I wanna I really wanna put the point into it that like from a writing point of view I just I feel like it's masterful Naruto gets a lot of crap right and and some of it's you know some of it's deserved some of it's not and I want to say that like this fight and what they have done with Rock Lee up to this point it's it's great writing. I feel like they, 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 you know, they deserve all the accolades they get. Now, after this fight, 
I can, I can, I can appreciate I, what I will say. So after this fight, Rockley in this fight, we do see this. He gets basically an arm and a leg broken. They were about to be completely destroyed forever. I appreciate the, 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 the kind of devotion to realism that the show gets where it's like, Hey, if your arm and your leg are broken, you're going to be in the bed for a bit. You're going to have to, you know, sleep that off for a while that's a substantial injury and that i do appreciate genuinely that's a good point that's a good point and that because that's the thing it's like it's again if you're coming if you're coming to naruto from a show like dragon ball z where they're like every character is basically immortal there's no like a character kind of his arm ripped off and then he just kind of pushes another one out and it's fine like i appreciate that even though there's these kind of heightened senses of realism something like a broken limb is a substantial debilitation to a character. Like I, I appreciate that. What, where I feel like they went wrong is I feel like his injury narratively went on for way too long. I feel like it, it benched rock Lee for so long. And I feel like that were you know, if I were to if I were to take whatever the opposite of rose tinted glasses are, I would say that after the Gara fight, they didn't immediately know what to do next with the character. And so they just kind of let him get benched for a while, because after after the Gara fight. Rock Lee is essentially a side character for the next while, I would say. No, I mean, a hundred percent. And and at least for me, the beef with that is it, it, they made the mistake in tying Lee's motivation to a battle with Neji. And the mm-hmm. reason why I say that's a mistake is because if you tie his motivation to um, a battle with Neji, then what happens when Neji has to battle somebody else like uh, Naruto? So mm-hmm. that removes that storyline immediately yeah and and that's and that's what happened right because at that point lee was saving the techniques like going into the five gates he's saving Mm. that for his battle with neji because he wants to prove against the quote-unquote genius that he has a place as well so when you have that as the main motivation Mm mm-hmm now now you have to deal with the fact that yo wait a second you you just set up Naruto via Neji and there's no way you're going to convince me that Rock Lee's fight with Neji is going to be more important mm-hmm. than the main character of the show's battle like that is just not happening and then and then afterwards just want to tie this in your motivation for what would i say your motivation for that character Mm-hmm. being another character who is also motivated by another character because Neji's motivation is to stand out against the uh, Huga clan's higher ups. Like mm-hmm. he wants to show them like, yo, fuck you guys. Like, nah, I'm, I'm great. Yeah. And that it's the thing, right? So it's like, I now again, to, to kind of start the process of like, you know, also to say how this could have been better in a way, but it's if, if Rock Lee's motivation 
is to is to beat Neji, right? On its on its own in a vacuum, that's not a problem. Neji is a character who is also shown to like we're not going to get too into detail on it here, but Neji has also earned their stripes in this show. Neji is a character who also has chips on their shoulder, who has things to prove, who is working very hard. And I I think in an alternate universe Naruto, if Team Guy as a team was put further above the team that Naruto and Sasuke are on our main characters, then there being some battle for the top of that team, I can see the narrative implications there, right? Where if I, because I mean, there's no denying it. The point of view of this show is from Naruto's point of view, sometimes Sasuke as well, but it's at the, at the broad, at the broadest, it's Naruto, Sakura and Sasuke. They are our point of view characters. So every other conflict is in relation to those characters points of view. So seeing this kind of, you know, rivalry in this other team who is, you know, charitably as important as our main characters team, realistically, they are less important in the story. I just, it's hard to get invested in that. Whereas like if, if, if team guy was set up as like, Oh, that's the team to beat. And everyone on that team, you knew were like, Oh, these are, these are the number one people from like from the outside looking in i can see how it's like oh, okay so these are two of the best people and they are infighting for just who is a little bit better maybe that would have been a bit more engaging as a narrative but as it is in the show team guy is positioned as just another one of the teams their characters 100%. have high points but they are for all intents and purposes equal to naruto's team but realistically they're a little bit less than and i just don't care about who wins in their fight because in the way the show is delivered up to this point it's just not as important as i, I can watch naruto and sasuke bicker and i'm engaged in that but Neji and Rock Lee doing it, they are, if anything, just a lesser version in the story of a Naruto Sasuke beef. And at that point, Pretty I'd much. rather just be watching Naruto and Sasuke do this. No, it's 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 unfortunate, right? Because I think you bring up a great point and it highlights this whole a hundred to zero moment. Mm-hmm. The way that they started this out was a hundred percent in establishing this character in establishing yeah. this character's motivations and establishing the nuances that come with the character and its importance to the world. It plummets the moment you get out of that fight with Gara because he mm-hmm. loses. Yeah. It wouldn't, it, like, it, let's go alternate universe. Lee wins the fight, right? Yeah. Lee wins the fight, and now instead of Sasuke v. Gara, it's Lee versus Sasuke. That's a fight that's, that is a huge oh, fight. I am but so that's invested also a in that fight. fight. But the problem is that's also a fight. That's Kakashi versus Guy Part 2. Yes. And now mm-hmm. that takes the attention away from who? Naruto. Yep. You but see it, what I mean? That, because now you're and, establishing yeah. the second form of mm-hmm. that that quote-unquote system. It, and it's and the thing is like it's like yeah it's like you said it's that takes away from Naruto our main character and you know I, again it's I I don't fault somebody for like I don't fight the writer the creator of Naruto for wanting to tell the story about Naruto right that's a choice that's what's in their heart they can write what they want to write but it's it's like you think of whenever you start to do kind of you know like this fan idea of like what could have been 
imagine because like even narratively right this is a this is a person who's already shown that they can beat sasuke they've already done that before and they were holding back so now as the audience we go rock lee beat sasuke without even going to all his abilities and now we know that during that fight he had two tons of weights on and he beat his ass we've seen that 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 means that like and again, Gara is set up similarly. Gara, we have seen Gara do some stuff. It's the kind of thing of I love fights where it's like I have seen the opposition and they have earned their place there. They are a worthy adversary in this fight. And so now I as the audience, I'm like, I'm glued. I want to know what happens there. A a round two, where now like you could say, like, oh, Sasuke got beat up by Rock Lee, but he didn't know Rock Lee was gonna be there. I can see that. I can see that argument. And now you get to seem like like Sasuke knows Rock Lee's going to be there. He knows he's going to fight Rock Lee. He now has seen Rock Lee fight and seen Rock Lee beat some ass. And he is now post ass whooping from Rock Lee. These are different contexts. And so now we get another round two, arguably a more kind of fair fight between the two. But Rock Lee has got one match on Sasuke here. I'm glued to no, that. I, I think, and but I think, I think the... Unfortunately, the reason why something like that changes is literally because you've already established a rivalry between Guy and Kakashi. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's the thing there where it's like, yo, if it wasn't if it wasn't them two mm-hmm. and those were the captains of those two guys, then you would be in a different scenario, right? But because that is what you're talking about, you you unfortunately that begins to overshadow narrative wise yeah that begins to overshadow narrative wise it's well and that's the thing is like it's it's what what that does is that's a cool that's a cool interaction on its own but and again in this alternate timeline here what that really does is that like i think it's still kind of cool because what that really does is that sets up now Mike guy versus kakashi but now we're kind of in almost a completely different space right narratively 100 percent. this is a different because, this is a different show at that point yeah exactly like th- this, is, this is in a completely different direction i think this direction is cool but it is on a different tangent than where we are what we got and again it's like this is a thing just like with just like with broccoli's injuries on some level i do appreciate this and it's like knowing that the show is is gonna you know is is really setting up sasuke to be the dude this just makes sense but it's in the sasuke gara fight after rock lee has taken gara to task and has beaten up sasuke (sighs) this fight is rock lee watching sasuke basically go like oh dang sasuke is as fast as i am now that was fast he sure did catch up to me real quick cool and pretty much for setting up sasuke i get it you have to do that if sasuke got beat by rock lee and then rock lee beat gara but barely and even then not really then i would expect sasuke to just straight up lose <laughs> like it's pretty unless much you unless something about sasuke changes he loses this fight every way that you look at it so he had and i i appreciate that sasuke gets the development of he got beat by rock lee and he took that as a reason to improve good character improvement love to see it but it like rock lee notices that 
on crutches from the sidelines. Like, do we have to bench this character this hard this soon after they do something so cool? Does it have to be this immediate? Like, it's they were like, we want it because it's to be. I'll stick stick up for them there. I'll stick up for them there and say 100%. Yeah, it's like, cause it's, and that's the thing is like, to be pessimistic, it makes it come off like it was the intent. It was the intent to build up Rock Lee as just really another step that Sasuke could step on and get even higher. Pessimistically, that's how this comes off. I, see, th- for me, the reason why is because what you need to do at that point is you need to give Lee another reason to fight again because it's been taken away a hundred a hundred percent it's been taken going back to the mistake that i think they did make was making neji the motivation because Mm -hmm. when neji is now facing naruto okay lee what are you gonna do now you have to sit there and you have to watch naruto win and when Mm -hmm. naruto wins because he can't lose when naruto wins it's like, okay, well, Naruto has beaten Neji. Neji has been beaten. Neji's now a nicer guy on the team. He's more mm-hmm. humble. He respects me now. He gives me compliments. Well, uh, what do I do now? I yeah. can't go out and fight Sasuke. Just, <laughs> hey, Sasuke, want to let's do it again? Let's go. Let's rumble. Like the, yeah. It's like, not at all. You can't go fight Naruto now because Naruto mm-hmm. has just proven to outclass you. Like, yeah. by a lot. So he has to pivot. And and that's the thing is like, it's, it's, it's narratively you go like, okay, now his, his motivations need to change. His trajectory needs to go somewhere else. But does it, does it go anywhere? And the answer to that is no. I mean, just to, just to be, you know, I guess absolute about it. The, like the next major thing is he is with Gara and they go to fight another big bad. But what does he do? He basically compliments Gara's fighting ability from here. It's not a thing where he contributes to that fight in any ultimately substantial way. Again, this is not a character who just starts doing literally nothing, but it's, we now see him from being a, a valid threat to Gara to just going like, wow, Gara, and you're really doing some stuff, huh? That's cool. That's real like, sick. Wow, you grew so much. Like, oh, man. man. I wish I had any abilities and was also a ninja. What? We see, we Bro. see that happen, right? And like, it's. They, they straight would, turned him into a punk. It's, it, I would say the next, like, interesting and i'm being real kind of generous with that word stuff that he does is i think it's the what is it it's like the naruto footsteps the friends path where we just see what his team does Mm -hmm. during that exam and like it's none of that is whenever we're talking about 100 to zero right we are talking about what is this show's like core competency like to succeed in this show what does a character have to have i will say in this, I think that Rock Lee gets some pretty cool moments, but more accurately, I would say that Team Guy gets some cool moments. Rock Lee is a part of Team Guy. He contributes to those, but it's not accurate to say that these are Rock Lee moments. These are Team Guy moments, which is its own thing, and he's just kind of, and it's it's just not the same. Rock Lee is not showing out in these 
the way that he had previously in the show. Yo, I think you got to press in and commit even more and just say this is a guy sensei moment because Ten Ten mm-hmm. gets no love. Yeah. Ten Ten gets no love. And she's definitely team guy. And her whole association is like she a soccer character a tomb for Neji. At some point. Yeah. 100%. She gets like, she, literally buried. Like, she she gets no love and and you see the love that Neji gets because he's mm-hmm. the genius of the crew and you see the love that Lee gets once again tied to that whole concept of Kakashi was the genius when they were kids mm-hmm. guy was the annoying guy in the class that Kakashi was like bro like get out of my face and Kakashi's dad had to be the one to tell him yo you see that kid over there that kid's going to outwork you and whoop your ass if you don't get your mm-hmm. shit together and, and you know game changer and and that's I, th- I think the thing here like it's eventually you know rockley becomes a proctor in one of the exams like i think it's rockley for the rest of the show from what i was able to find is he gets highlights in filler arcs like yes. there's the point where he he finds out about the dojo, so he starts a dojo that ends up being more of a comedy bit because my guy shows up with an afro and a mustache, but then there's a doppelganger. Like nothing else that Rockley has a substantial part in is like substantial to the grander scheme of the show. Like they may have relevance in this arc, and even then just a little bit, but it ends up being like in this arc, he had relevance, but this arc doesn't matter. This arc was 100%. here just to kind of be entertaining, but fill time. He doesn't have the long standing relevance anymore, right? Like he just kind of ends up being footnotes to other characters, things. And like you hit on a good thing there. Mike guy, his sensei gets, I don't want to necessarily say he doesn't get one-to-one what Rockley would have gotten because Mike Guy's story is also its own thing, but close. Like, yeah. there's specifics to Mike Guy's story that are, you couldn't give these to Rockley, like the relationship to Kakashi. They wouldn't make sense. But mm-hmm. the the kind of the big moments that Mike Guy gets those feel like they could have been meant for Rockley and just weren't given to him. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Even even that moment, right, where guy goes into, um, if I'm not mistaken, he goes into either seventh or eighth gate. I think I think um, he goes or eight, is about it, it, to. He burns out his whole Lee, body doing it. Is it, it? There was a moment where Lee wanted to go and fight, and he wanted to go all out, all eight gates. And Guy stops him and says, no, you are the, the, the youth. You are the flames of tomorrow. You are the young leaves. So this is my job and my role to do this right now. And when, when I saw that, I, I appreciated it. Mm-hmm. But with all due respect, I didn't care for it. And I didn't care for it yeah. because... The last time I saw Lee, he matched he maxed out at five gates. He maxed out at five gates. So now that they're at a war, the great ninja war, like nah, bro, you gotta put up or shut up. I need to see yeah. some new things. I've seen new things from everybody. Yeah. I've seen new things from everybody. And and from you, I've just seen like an 
a taller version of your young self. And that's like, and I think one of the biggest things for me is that, I mean, I like my guy as a character has earned a place of authority. He is respected. That character has basically done stuff. Not to say that that character is not allowed to do anything cool anymore. They certainly are. But it means more for a character like Rock Lee, who has more to prove, for them to get a moment like that, narratively speaking. It is more impactful. Because it's like, Mike Guy is just going to, like, Mike Guy at the end of this, you know, if he does survive, which he does, but it's, my guy after this is going to get like, hey, a pat on the back. You did that cool thing. We really appreciate it in the universe. Rock Lee, if Rock Lee were to have done that moment, even if Rock Lee had died, that is a paradigm shift for his character, for his character to have proven himself in that way. My guy had Yo, nothing to even prove. Remember, Neji died at the war. Neji yeah. died. So imagine if Neji dying was part of motivation that Lee used in fighting Madara, which allowed him to unlock all eight gates, almost kill Madara, which is a statement if there ever was one. And then the only reason why Guy didn't die was because Naruto comes back and literally saves his life, which would have Mm -hmm. meant more because Neji dies, Lee goes to avenge, Lee dies or is about to die doing so, and Naruto is the one who saves his life. Yeah, nah, give me that storyline every day. And, and especially because, like, like look at how you framed it, right? It's it's Rockley's pivot after the Gara fight is now him versus Neji. What happens if the metric by which Rockley was gauging his success, his like he was he was literally orienting how successful his training was based on its ability to help him beat Neji. And now Neji is dead, right? That that is a crisis that we again as the audience in the and in the interest of like, you know, fulfilling and engaging storytelling. Rock Lee's entire world basically has been about his training for the purpose of beating Neji. And now that Neji is completely gone. Right. We then have to see, like, what is Rock Lee's relationship to Neji when he, whenever whenever Neji's no longer a rival to him? Neji has passed in this fight. We get to see Rock Lee reorient himself. Rock Lee has to quickly either decide my training was for more than just beating Neji. My relationship to Neji was more than just my rivalry to Neji. And he gets to express that he gets to do something with that. Right. If that is the if that is the storyline that we get and it is po it is beautiful storytelling. If Rockley, his entire existence is training to beat Neji and Neji perishes and then Rock Lee perishes in pursuit of killing the person who killed Neji. Right. Beautiful. It's like that person doesn't just get to kill you. You and I had a fight we were going to do. I'm going to make that right. That is, I mean, like, again, this is, this is, you know, shown in anime battle stuff, but it's as a story beat, that's beautiful. That's perfect. And especially for a character who has it, like, I understand, like, that gets introduced. I know that's what's happening. I don't get to really focus on it that much. It doesn't have a lot of main plot relevance. I understand it's there in the background. 
but that as a story has so much catharsis to it that's 100%. so satisfying right it's it's even if like because it's again it's let's say assume other stuff is the same naruto just like he revives or basically saves mike guy he does the same thing to rock lee even if that doesn't happen if rock lee's final moments if in his heart he goes i am gonna do everything i can to make this person pay for killing neji beautiful i love that i love that because it, it, it recontextualizes like it's because it's it's a bit silly for rock lee uh, as we've known him from the opening up until the gara fight for him to be you know devoted to something as as silly as rivalry it underscores how that rivalry is more to rock lee than just like i'm gonna be better than you it's like I, for my self-worth, gauge that because I respect your ability, and so I put myself in relation to you. That's what this rivalry means to me. And he shows that by Neji dies, and so he does everything, including giving his life to prove that that's what that meant. Beautiful. Love to see that. And see, that's why that's why I think it's such a uh, such a plummet, right? Like, this show being about a hundred to zeros versus mm-hmm. you know zero to a hundred, like it's such a plummet because the potential for what Lee was capable of as a character in that world was it was sky high. I mean, yeah. the storylines that were able to be drawn, the ways that you could have evolved and elevated the power, um, mm-hmm. basing a character or a series of characters off of Bruce Lee, and you barely use nunchucks. Like you barely <laughs> go into the drunken fist, right? Like yeah. the drunken fist was supposed to be this really cool thing. They premiere it one time. It everybody caught, yeah. loves it. They put it in the game. And then all of a sudden you never see it again on a main stage. That makes no sense. We had a bunch of drunken fist movies as a kid, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, with Jackie Chan. So it's They're like you're great. telling me you're gonna give Naruto I mean, you're gonna give Lee this this really cool moment that the fans love. And then just be like, okay, we're done. Like he just becomes a tuning. Like we're done. And and that's the thing is like, is the biggest thing for me is they had shown that they, that they kind of, they could do this with rock Lee. They had done that with rock Lee. It just like, it comes across because again, he was at such a height. It really just seems like they kind of chose to just go, nah, we're going to give some of these moments to other characters. And yeah. And I mean, again, it's if that if that was an active choice, write the story you want to write. But it, it like it really just feels like, oh, this could have gone. This could have been this kind of thing. But it just wasn't. But now we got to make a podcast episode about it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll say, say this. So, I'll say this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just real quick, you know. I just want to give credit to. Um, I, I want to give credit to you know the position you posed on metal because mm-hmm. you said something that I think helped me to understand his character better. Um, yeah. From earlier in the show, my original opinion was like, "Yo, this is pointless," but. Mm-hmm. Being as though Lee had to come face to face with his acceptance amongst his peers, right? And that was like his personal journey, his human journey to get him to, you know, where he was. 
it makes sense to me at the least that his son had to deal with a personal journey himself because his son can use ninjutsu. His son mm-hmm. has the ability to mold chakra and all of these things. His son is also gifted and a genius when it comes to taijutsu. So that's a completely different sphere and space to be in mm-hmm. compared to your father. So yeah. I can understand then why it feels like, yo, this is this is kind of nerve-wracking to deal with. Because yeah. that's, you know, my dad. My father, my father earned so much with less. So then, like, if I, if I don't even, like, meet his threshold, what does that say about me, right? And then all of your peers are great. There's not, and now this is something that frustrated me with that freaking show, but none of his, (laughs) none of the characters are bad. Like, how is everybody, everybody basically a tuning level ninja right out the gate? Like, that doesn't make sense to me. But then it's Mm -hmm. like, oh, well, your parents were damn near superhumans fighting (laughs) in a great ninja war. So, okay, I guess all the gifted kids got one class. And that's like, and that's that's kind of the thing, right? Because it's Naruto, the fans who are going to, no one's going to come into Baruto not having seen Naruto. Maybe that exists. I reject it. I reject that reality. But it's, Naruto is a show that, like, almost like almost like as an ideology will show you the characters putting in the work no one just gets to have stuff even naruto and sasuke are main characters we see 100%. them work for what they get we the audience would accept baruto having a hard time and having to work through some stuff and like i'll say that about metal maybe metal's things aren't you know in his capability but they are they are at the very least like I can appreciate that he has a hurdle at all. <laughs> I can appreciate yeah. that he has something yeah. to work through because it's not just waved away in one episode that his his anxiety comes up in multiple episodes. It gets resolved. But the thing is, like it's it gets resolved in that moment because of, you know, being a mature audience. I understand that anxiety may flare back up later, but at least I can show that he has the potential to overcome it. And that is a barrier to this character. I appreciate that. I like seeing characters work through stuff. I don't like characters who just get things. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. That's been, that's been a hundred to zero on Rock Lee. I think I'll say, Kenny, I think we ended up having a lot more to talk about Rock Lee than we thought we were gonna. <laughs> yeah, no, I, it's, he's such a I mean, great bo- character in the beginning. They, the moments are there. The The potential is yeah. there. Yeah. We yeah. need to see Naruto Shippuden Brotherhood. Just another whack at it. Yo, <laughs> that, I would, listen, if they do that, if they do that, it just, uh, but uh, if they do hey, that, I, I, I want to, to see, yo, for real, I want to see if they make changes like, yo, Lee gets a bigger part, um, Neji gets a bigger part, uh, Hinata gets a bigger part, because I think mm-hmm. these are characters, at least in my opinion, who had potential, um, mm-hmm. and, you know, Lee did 100 to 0, but yeah. Neji had potential to, as the most gifted 
in the Hyuga clan show us a, a new technique that I think mm-hmm. we were robbed of. Um, Hinata, I think we were robbed of opportunities to see just how good she became. So we were yeah. able to see her hold her own. We were able to see her, you know, do some really cool things and unveil some new jutsus, which I think is dope. But we yeah. didn't really get to see her like whoop some ass. And I would love to have seen her whoop some ass. A hundred percent. Naruto is a show that has a like Nar- Naruto has a show that has a deceptively really rich ensemble cast of characters that I think is, and we may, we may, uh, because this thought's just not coming to me, we may actually delve into this further in a later episode. Uh, let us know in like comments and stuff if you want us to, but I feel like Naruto is almost a show that is hampered by its genre because shonens tell you that you need to have your core cast of a couple people and those need to be your focus. But Naruto's like, you know, side characters, characters on the periphery have so much potential depth to them that I almost feel like the show, the show's good as it is. Like, it's not like we got a bad show. It's not, like we got Baruto, but we got a, <laughs> there, it, there is, there is another show kind of another layer deeper behind Naruto where all of these, you know, really, I think like a lot of attention has been paid to these side characters in the moments that they get that could have been further developed if this wasn't just a standard shonen. if it was, if it had the screen time to devote to more of these side characters, more of these side stories. The and maybe there was some more. Yeah. More, maybe I was going to say the, there. the brilliance of uh, one piece. That's the only Absolutely. thing that came into my mind when you said that the brilliant, just the brilliance of one piece and the way one that piece, they've been able yeah. to, give light like in good light to side characters oh my mm-hmm. gosh absolutely if one piece is going to give you a moment of light they're going to give you center stage and they're going to give you the whole stage and that's the thing is 100%. like Nar- naruto does naruto has glimpses of that for sure because i mean just like we said we've talked so long about basically two fights that that rock lee was in and how much they did with that right naruto has that in parts and it's it's there just could have been more um, for, for the for the listeners out there. Um, let us know what you thought about this episode structure. Let us know if there's a character you want us to talk about in this kind of same way. Um, like I said at the stop, let me let us know if you disagree. If you think that there's some actual really cool stuff about Rock Lee that we just didn't see or that we disagreed with make your case like i am i am i would love to have more appreciation for rock lee than i do i would really want to like that character more right the whole the whole impetus here is that i wanted to like rock lee a lot more than i do so if you have a reason for me to absolutely let me know yeah no please please um because i would i would actually like to uh give them some more credit i might actually watch baruto um with a little bit uh, better expectations, if that's the case. Because at the very least, I'll be holding on to, okay, Metal. Like, yeah. Imagine that, right? Like, <laughs> I'm watching Boruto for Lee Sun. That's the only reason why I'm here. I watch Dragon Ball Z for Krillin. That's the only reason I do <laughs> Strongest human yeah. alive. I. Bar none, absolutely. He just—that's <laughs> just a fact. It's just a fact. And he's like a cop. Imagine, imagine if a cop is like, "Hey, why are you hanging out here?" And you look at him and go, "Oh, wait, that's the strongest human alive." <laughs> <laughs> Shit. 
Yo. <laughs> yo, yo, funny enough, that's another 100 to 0 we can do. But yeah, we'll definitely <laughs> we'll definitely save that for another episode. For sure. Um but yeah, like like I said, let us know how you liked this episode uh, format. If you have any if you have any notes for us, uh this is the first obviously episode in this series, so we can de- we definitely have room to tweak it. Um let us know any other characters you want to see us do and let us know if you disagree about Rock Lee. Let us know if if Rock Lee was actually 100 to 100. And, and you know what? I'll say if anyone makes a compelling enough argument, we'll shout it out. I'll totally talk yeah, about that. I feel like that's fair. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. If, if you if you convince me that I'm wrong, I will I will shout that from the mountaintops. Um but with all that, uh this has been Fuller Arcs. I have been Drew. I'm Kenny. Um I don't know, bye. <laughs> <laughs>